G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Coming up today on The Story. Don't be surprised, but I'm actually totally blind. And I wasn't all, I wasn't born totally blind, but in 2004, I had a terrible car accident where I fell asleep driving, run into a power pole and damaged my eyes so badly that my eyes popped off by optical nerves and I'd never be able to see again. The Story. The story. G'day, I'm Jimmy Colfax. Welcome to The Story. Well, Shane Falconer's life could easily be made into a Hollywood blockbuster, as it's full of drama, romance and inspiration. Today we'll hear how his life has gone from tragedy to triumph with the help of the Lord, so let's get right to it. Here's Shane Falconer having a chat with Michelle Smick in our Brisbane studios. How you going, Shane? Good morning, I'm very well. Thanks for the invitation to come in to Vision Radio, Michelle. Thank you. It's our pleasure to have you and share your story with everyone listening. So tell us a little bit about your story. Okay, so I'll start by saying, don't be surprised, but I'm actually totally blind. And I wasn't all, I wasn't born totally blind, but in 2004 I had a terrible car accident where I fell asleep driving run into a power pole and damaged my eyes so badly that my eyes popped off my optical nerves and I'd never be able to see again. Yeah, it was bad at the time. I had short-term memory loss, but as my memory started coming back and I was wondering why I couldn't see and when I, I remember the first day I, I was told by a nurse why I couldn't see about a month after the accident, she told me that I had a really bad car accident and I damaged my eyes and I'd never be able to see again. Now, in that instant she told me, I knew I was safe. I had this feeling come over me and I just knew God was going to help me through my problems, through my difficulties, and everything would be all, all okay. Um, my faith was strong, my prayers were pure, and things have really turned out for me. And I wouldn't, you know, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want things any other way, actually. That's such a huge turnaround from such a, a bad experience that you've made into something that you're actually grateful that it's happened. Yeah, so I I like to say one of my my sayings is Michelle, I say I lost my sight but I gained a heap of vision. So it's funny cuz we're at Vision Radio and I'm visionless but uh <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you've, yeah, you've gained, you're definitely a visionary in the way that you're living your life now. You see that it's so much bigger than what you can do right now and you're looking forward to everything that you're working towards. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And um, I think, um, you know, I was a Christian before my car accident and I think that God, however it happened, whatever his whatever is meaning was behind it, um, there was a good meaning behind what happened to me and he knew I could handle it. And I'm just so grateful for the 
for the blessings and the hope that he's given me to um to not just survive but absolutely thrive. It's it's helped me say better prayers, get better answers, and um have better outcomes. So it was twenty two when you had the accident. Yeah, Is that yeah. correct? Yeah, I was, what was your life like before that? Yeah, I was a Christian. I would say my prayers. I was I was I was faithful. But I was also um, involved in the fast lane, you know, parties and, and stuff. And as time went on, um, yeah, well, things started um, getting a bit getting a bit hectic in my life. And then I had that car accident. And um, and I like to think that um, that was the turning point when I, I realized what I was really capable of in this world. I realized that I was here, God saved me, and I, I did die in that car accident and got resuscitated back to life after my airways swelled up so bad, and God saved me. I realized God had a better plan for me on this earth, mm-hmm. and um, if every day that I don't try and uh, make something of my life is another day I'm, I'm, I'm taking what God gave me for granted, and I don't think you would appreciate that. And I, so I try to use my ambitions and my um, goals and and my um, plans as, as a way to honour God and um, respect him for what he's done for me, which is life. So he's given you life back again for a second time, is that right? No doubt, no doubt. And he's, he, yep, he, and he's, and he's shown me what I'm capable of. He's shown me from losing my losing my eyesight. I'm, I'm more successful as a blind man than I was with, with eyesight, mm. okay? So, um, yeah. Um, that's. I think that's awesome. That's, yeah, he's definitely given you you the vision, hasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So back on that day in two thousand and four, there was actually an army paramedic. Is that correct? That yep. was just driving by the scene of the accident yep. at the time. Yep. Because I run into a power pole and the power lines come over my car, and um, so the ambulance drivers they weren't allowed to work on me because of those power lines. That's out of their. Um, that's that's illegal for them. So this this paramedic, army paramedic, he was driving past. This is at five o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and um, he stopped and he got some scissors out off off the ambulance driver. And he cut me a, a, a cut in my uh, trachea in my throat, and mm-hmm. um and and started resuscitating me back to life while I was sitting up in the car. Yeah, and without that, I I wouldn't be here. So I think um little things like who. Definitely an angel. <laughs> yeah, definitely. God, God has a way, doesn't he? Yeah. He has a plan. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's right. You know, um, one of my favorite Bible sayings is uh, that I've read in the last few years is, um, no eye can see, no ear can hear, and no, uh, no mind has imagined what God has planned for those he loves, you know? And um, I think that's awesome. That sums up my life right there. Mm, that's amazing and definitely sounds very personal to you yeah. as well. Yeah. You grew up in Brisbane, is that correct? Your yep. younger years? Yeah. And you were 12 years old when you decided to follow Jesus, is that correct? Yeah, yeah. I opted to get myself baptized and um I know the power of it back then of of how how it would affect me. I thought it was just something that I had to do and it latched hold of me the spirit. Yeah. <laughs> it got stuck into me and um and it stayed there. And it's got me through um, some tough times very easily, and it's got me through some tough times with with a positive attitude. Mm-hmm. I remember one time some someone said to me, "Oh well, after hearing what you've been through, it's good to see that your glass is half full." I said, "Mate, my glass is overflowing." Yeah, <laughs> you know. So um, 
yeah, it's that's what that's what God does, you know. He, he really um just um strengthened me and and gave me the courage to um live life to the fullest. Yeah, and it looks like you've done that. Can you tell me a little bit about how you got to the top of Mount Kilimanjaro? Oh yeah, so that there was um was a fundraiser for the Queensland Eye Institute where they they got together a bunch of um vision impaired people mm-hmm. and um they had a f- few uh sighted guides yeah helpers um and all that to help us to guide us and and we um fundraised tens of thousands of dollars for the Queensland Eye Institute and we joined up with uh some people from South Africa from England and from well, there's one lady from Belgium mm-hmm. and we all I think we were the were the largest number of um, blind people to get to the top of Mount Kilimanjaro so um, that was very special but I did get altitude sickness at the top which was very very hard yeah and the only way to get away from that was to go downwards yeah <laughs> yeah so but that was such an experience going to Africa I saw how many people have you met that say they saw snow for the first time in Africa? Oh, wow. Yeah. Snow in Africa. That's yeah, not something you usually think of when you think of Africa, is it? Nope. The 5,000 metres on Mount Kilimanjaro on the way down, it's, there was a snowstorm <laughs> and it um, it just coated us all. And so I'd, ne- I'd never seen snow before. I just thought that was that was one of the most awesome things ever, you know. So we got down from the mountain and went to the island of Zanzibar for a four-day holiday and that was that was lovely. Yeah, so that was Africa and um, come home and, yeah, next. <laughs> <laughs> so you came home and what was next for you in that journey? Oh, uh, yeah, so um, I was always um, keeping pretty fit, you know. After I lost my eyesight, I figured I still had a body. Um, I was lonely, had no woman. So I thought if I just worked on my – if I got fit, nice. and my prayers guided me into this too, you know, got – I was lonely and I'd pray to God to set me up, uh, to try and not set me up with a woman, but try to try to guide, make me into the man I need to be to attract a woman. And I think um, with God's help, we come down to the, the fact that I needed to, I still had a body and I needed to work on my fitness, work on my strength, work on my muscularity. And that's what I did over about 18 months. And I put on about 23 kilos of muscle from when I got out of hospital to um, when I was, um, yeah, got started having mates uh, ask me, oh, what are you doing, Shane? How, how have you changed your body so fast? Well, can I come train with you? And I'm like, wow, here I am unemployed and I've got mates wanting to pay me to, um, to get training sessions with me. I think I got. I think I might have a job, a, a, a bit of a job opportunity here. I thought so. I, I that's what I um, opted to uh, go get my my personal training certificates. And well, that was uh, disappointing because I I seeked help from all the personal training certification agencies out there. They would they wouldn't um, deal with me because of my blindness. So I couldn't. Mm-hmm. They said I couldn't train people. I I said, well, I don't need them to tell me that. I think God's told me that I can train. God's given me this, the strength to do this, the the focus to do this. And um, what I did, I went and registered a a, a business name with the um, the Office of Fair Trading. I registered a, a business bank account with Westpac, and I started trading as a sole trader with personal training. And um, then two weeks after I started accepting the money into my into that account, a man rang me up from a a certifying agency, he says, Shane, I hear you want to get your personal training certificates. I said, yes, I do. 
He says, well, listen, I've got, I've got your number from one of your mates called Luke and I did certification. So would you want to come in for a meeting and come in for the meeting? And he looked me up and down. He says, oh, you obviously know what you're doing. And mm-hmm. um, so I did, the, I did the certificates and the rest is history. I've been a qualified personal trainer for the last 13 years since 2010 now. Yeah. You're listening to The Story. Today, Michelle Smick is chatting with Shane Falconer, who's sharing his inspiring life journey. We just heard how in 2004, he fell asleep at the wheel of his car and crashed into a power pole. And then, when he woke up in hospital, he found he could no longer see. But despite all of this, he became a qualified personal trainer. Next, we'll hear more of his remarkable story and the amazing way he met his wife. All that and more is coming up when we return. The story. If this program has highlighted something you'd like prayer for, we'd love to pray for you. Call 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. It's a free call. Or text 0401-132-888. Hi, I'm Jimmy Colfax, and this is The Story. We're back with more of Michelle Smick chatting with Shane Falconer, who's sharing the remarkable way he became a qualified personal trainer, despite becoming blind after a tragic car accident. Next, we'll hear more of how God has been working in his life and helping him overcome challenges. And also, Shane will share the amazing way he met his wife. Now... I know you've got a bit of a story there as to how you met your wife. <laughs> That's a great story. I, I've, I haven't heard a better story. You haven't heard a better story? <laughs> okay. I, I, no, well, here it is. Okay, so on the 21st of October. So I, in 2008, yeah, yeah, in October. Yeah, I was trying to ring my mate David at 8 o'clock in the morning and the phone rang and, and someone answered and, and she said hello and I said, I said, where's David? And she said, he's not here. I said, well, where is he? And she said, oh, you've rang the wrong number. I said, oh, sorry. I said, what are you doing? And she said, I'm just, I was just laying in bed. I said, did I wake you up? She says, no, I was just laying here. I said, oh, sorry. And and then we got talking and spoke, uh, getting on like a house on fire at 8 o'clock in the morning, speaking for about 15, 20 minutes. And I said, whereabouts do you live? And she says, I live in Tenerfield. And I said, oh, man, I've got to go. This is costing me heaps because this was before, you know, unlimited yeah, phone calls, yep. you know, and then she ended up ringing me back about two weeks later and um, so that wrong number was is now my wife and um, we've just had a little baby Evie, a uh, little girl, two, two years ago. I truly think that was God working in my life, you know. That, I, I can't see how it could be any other way that, you know, a young, beautiful, responsible, mature woman would, answer my phone, listen to me speak, and then uh, want to come to Brisbane to meet me. Um, yeah, that could have been like a, a 60-year-old gold miner in Kalgoorlie <laughs> or, yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, it could have been anyone. So, it, it could have, but it ended up being your wife, which is fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sounds like an amazing story. God really had his hand in all of that. Yeah, and he still does. He's um, helped us through some up and downs and there's been a few, but um, that things have got better, and um, 
and we're now um, happier than we've ever been and uh, more relaxed than we've ever been. And, um, yeah, it's it's just been a, it's been a great relationship. It's a holy relationship too. We got married at the Catholic Church, Star of the Sea Catholic Church in Cleveland, mm-hmm. um, which was really special. Um, you know, I've been to about 10 weddings in my life, and this is the first one in the church I've been to, my own one. Oh, okay. <laughs> so maybe I'm not hanging around with the right people. But, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was really special. And um, I think, um, yeah, I, I, I turn to God for guidance in my relationship with Beck all the time, you know? Yeah. yeah. And in your life as well, by the sounds of it. Oh, yeah. Like, obviously, after the crash, there would have been a long time of adjusting and getting used to your new life i'm pretty i'm a pretty flexible person i can you know i i can um really um adapt very easily and i've i've learned to i've had to and i i saw what happened to me i never saw it as hard okay and Mm -hmm. because i my life is full of hope you know i'm future orientated you know I'm in the present now, but I'm future oriented. I'm not worried about the past. The past can't help me. The past can only teach me. And so I look. I don't want to um, be sound. Um, I'm like boastful or bragful, but you know, in 2018, I was able to buy my first home. Mm-hmm. And um, when I when I finally when I got that loan approved, and I knew that God He made this happen for me, like. Um, a blind personal fitness trainer being able to buy a family home, <laughs> you know, like this is this is this is this is crazy. You can't write this script, and it was um it was something that um that God just made happen, and I thank Him every day for um providing me back and my little daughter with that security of that that home, mm-hmm. and that it's His. It's not that's what I'm leaning towards here. It's it's His house. It's not mine. It's his. He gifted me that. And and on that note, this house, my my back neighbour is the church I go to, the Uniting Church. Now, <laughs> oh right, so it's right close to church. So yeah. it means yeah, yeah. Not we walk able. to church. Yeah, that's we, right. Yeah, it's just it's it's directly behind my house. Uh, the, they've got a tennis court at the ch- on the church grounds that they rent out, and the, their tennis court backs on onto my house. So what kind of role has your faith played in your life? We've talked about so many things like you buying your house and and finding a wife and everything that happened after the crash. But what is it that developed your personal relationship with God? Mm, Well, I like to look. My relationship hasn't developed. It is developing Okay. And it will continue to develop. Okay. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I used to look at God as as a bit of a mythical creature before mm-hmm. as, and then then I grew my my spiritual intelligence okay and then I I really started talking to God as and now I consider God um he's my best mate I live with so much faith that God is going to drive me into the right into the right decisions the right actions as long as I live by how it says in the book I have the faith that God's going to guide me into the right decisions yeah, and guide us into His will and His way. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I, you know, like I, I got a people be wondering about oh, how's he a personal trainer if you can't see? How does he get around the gym? You know, I was well. Guess what, guys? I got a gym at my house. Okay, my double garage is uh, the, the car doesn't go in there. It's full of gym equipment. Okay, and um, and so I, I know where everything is. 
and sometimes, you know, when I get through these tough workouts, like I've just done 10 sets of squats at 120 kilos with 10 kilo chains hanging off the barbell and I'll just get down on the on the, on one of the bench seats in my gym there and I and I'll say my most pure prayer ever you've ever heard, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and it's just awesome to be able to talk like that you know and he hears me and I just smile you know just smiling because it's um the strength that I've been I've been well, I'm, you know I'm 42 years old now and I'm doing some amazing stuff in my fitness for myself and you know I'm actually doing stuff that fitter fitter and stronger than when I was when I was 22 mm-hmm. you know and um yeah I just I, I asked God for the strength of us you know and also what I said before I, I don't want to take um what he's this life he's given me for granted and I just like to think that if we're not growing we're dying you know and they're always got to be growing somewhere God wants us to grow yeah absolutely God always wants to have us growing closer to him yeah yeah absolutely yeah. so in the last couple of years you've also been doing Bodybuilding, is that uh, correct? Well, professional, Not, no. Okay. I've done it in, the, in an amateur context. I went in my first uh, contest in uh, 2015, and then and then in 2016, I got second place in Queensland in the IFBB for classic bodybuilding. I was, um, and I got ready for that in seven and a half weeks. I went back in 2017 to do another contest. I got fourth because I... I totally uh, messed up my dehydration strategy at the end, and yeah. So, and then in 2018 was I was on way on track for a win that year. I, I, I know I was, and uh, but then that's when I bought my house. And I, three weeks before the contest, I bought my house, and I had to. And I was a bit stressed when I bought that. You know, you know, when you buy a house, it's very stressful. Okay, and um, and I was stressed, and um, but so I didn't, I didn't end up doing that contest. And but guess what? I'm well on track for. For um for a placing hopefully, <laughs> um. So you say God's really blessed you with His love and the love of your life and the love of your wife Rebecca. Yeah. And also the love of your daughter, and He's given you amazing strength and determination. And oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Just 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 amazing strength and determination, and it all comes back back to the hope that God blesses us with. Eh. Yes. Yeah. yeah absolutely. Yeah. So if there's one thing that you can leave the listeners with today, what would it be? Um, it's it's you gotta you gotta say the pure prayer. You gotta you gotta get out of a rigmarole prayer kind of a way. I know I know for myself it's so easy to get stuck into a rigmarole prayer where you pray for the same stuff over and over again. But the real the real action comes is when you're talking to God as your friend sitting right there. If you're sitting down on a couch and God's sitting there in front of you and you're just talking. You know, you're just talking to talking to your friend, and you're being real, you're being authentic, and also um, you got to live your day with the faith that your prayers have been heard. Mm-hmm. Okay, because it's one thing to say a prayer, but then if you don't live like it's being heard, then um, how's it going to be? How's how's it going to come come to fruition? So I think, um, yeah, read the word, say the pure prayer, and live in the faith in that day. That's awesome. Thank you, Shane, very much for sharing your story with us today. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, Michelle. 
That was Michelle Smick chatting with qualified personal trainer Shane Falconer about his inspiring life journey. It's amazing to think about all the things that he's accomplished despite becoming blind after a tragic car accident. I can imagine that it would have been tempting for him to want to give up and say it's all too hard, but instead, with the Lord's help, he's been able to overcome many challenges. Well, how about you? Are there challenges in your life that feel overwhelming at times? Why not ask God for help today? If you'd like to pray with someone for guidance and strength to overcome any issues you're struggling with, our prayer line is 1-800-PRAY-FOR-ME. That's 1-800-772-936. Finally, we'll end today with these encouraging words from Jesus to people who have put their faith in him. He said, These things I have spoken to you, so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Once again, if you'd like to pray with someone and bring your troubles to the Lord, our prayer line is 1-800-772-936. Well, thanks for joining us for Shane Falconer's incredible story. Until next time, I'm Jimmy Colfax, encouraging you to share your story with someone today. The Story. Just another way vision is helping you look to God daily. This program is a production of Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, see vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.